0: See what happens here. Ooh, that is not good. Oh my god! (laughs) Good lord, I can't roll for shit.
1: Woo, three!
0: I think that's good.
1: But remember, we're really good at making games harder than they need to be. Hello, and welcome to House Rules, the podcast that explores all things rules related with your favorite tabletop games. Questions, clarifications, best, worst, and some that just need a tweak. So join us as we explore the House Rules.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of House Rules, a proud member of the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network. I am Commander Scott. Uh, Joining me today, we have uh, everybody back together again with uh, Jeremiah Houston and the cabal of content that is the Jamie's of Jamie B and Jamie E. Everyone, how are we today?
3: Good. Good.
4: Doing well.
0: The cabal of content.
2: The cabal of content. (laughs) Yes. They conspire to bring us content. All right. That is
0: true. I I guess that means uh, the rest of the episode's left to those two, so... (laughs) Here
2: we go. Well, they just do the conspiring, We, yeah. know. Uh it's it's a concerted effort, you know, to 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 bring the delivery though, you know. <clears throat>
0: so, okay.
2: Anyway, um so today uh we are going to be discussing uh GenCon 2021. Uh as of this recording, Gen Con 2021 is now uh, in the books. It is uh, we, we are recording on the Tuesday after Gen Con, so it's over. Everyone is home. And uh, um, several of our uh, uh, staff here at House Rules did attend in person. Uh, Jeremiah, Houston, and Jamie B. did. Now myself... And Jamie E., we are not in, we're not part of the cool crowd. We're not the cool kids. We didn't get to go. We were completely left out, shunned, as it were, thrown to the cold, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know. I I don't know how you feel about that, uh, Jamie uh, E., but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm for one, I'm I'm a little hurt. I'm despondent, so.
3: Yep, yep. And then it, then you know the the beauty of the insult to injury was all the fabulous uh, text sent back and forth that was like, oh look at this cool thing. Oh yeah. Oh this cool thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. And all the pictures and stuff. Look at this awesome yeah, yeah. person that we we met. Look at who I just met. Look what I just found. Yeah. Look at this awesome game I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well,
0: yeah. You're the one. You're the one who sat in that text chain. I mean you.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean <clears throat>
3: no, in all honesty i'm I'm glad you all got a chance to go um, you know, there's always reasons for for people to to stay behind the 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 date change um yes, it for us that, you know, we have a kid in school, so yeah. I mean it just makes it harder
4: because yeah, normally it's right before school starts, and this time it was well into the school year,
3: yeah,
0: yeah I'm, I'm sure it had a major impact on a lot of people, yeah. which. Yeah you'll also affected attendance as well.
4: Correct. You did see that they, they finally posted the number was just under 35,000 this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I know they deliberately targeted a lower number. I mean, you know, because of obvious reasons, but, um, but on top of that, that the moving it out till September had, I'm sure had a dramatic effect on, You know, the the, uh, people being able to attend because of school and
4: things of that nature. Correct. Yeah. But the first thing I want to mention that we noticed at the con was the adherence to the mask rule. There was, I can't recall very many instances where I didn't see somebody wearing their mask and wearing it correctly when they were in the convention center. I was not say there weren't a couple, but for the most part, everyone did a really good job adhering to the rule.
2: Um yeah I wasn't at Gen Con of course uh but I was at a, another local convention here that also had a mask mandate and I I'll be honest I was a little surprised at at how well pretty much just just about everybody adhered to the to the mask rule uh there 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 was a few that I saw without but for the most part yeah no no real issues
4: you know, and and me personally I really enjoyed the reduced crowd
0: yes it was it was a Gen Con circa 2013, 2014, maybe even 2015. Well, uh, before it really, really started to explode in attendance.
2: Well, I was going to say, based on the numbers that I saw, the pictures that I saw from the convention, and I actually saw, I had one guy, or I saw one video Mm -hmm. where somebody had taken a, a drone video. Of the mm-hmm. the vendor floor, you know they they basically the, the video starts out with the the drone, you know, taking off, giving you a bird's eye view, and then it flies in a in a circuit all the way around the vendor floor. Uh, and based on that, uh, it it seems like the uh, uh, the attendance uh, was almost the, the the opposite of the the attendance from the fiftieth anniversary. Uh, year, which was like what in excess of sixty thousand it was it was like an, yes. an it was like an anti fiftieth anniversary year
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh personally i I found it a little refreshing being able to you know quote- unquote breathe and having a little space to move around
4: well, and the other item that helped was the the some of the larger vendors went ahead and passed this year, yeah. So that freed up a lot of space for some of the smaller venues to finally get in, vendors to get into the venue. And then on top of that, several people were no-shows. You yep. we had lots of empty booths with names posted where they didn't
1: show up. Yeah,
0: uh, we both do that. decide.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, not just that, but a quarter of the floor was blocked off simply because they didn't have enough vendors. So that back wall that really has the nice bathrooms that nobody uses, we couldn't even get to those because – that whole section was curtained off and marked off. I think it was like as a, as an exhibitor lounge. Yep. So even the whole floor wasn't filled to start with. Yeah,
0: it was a much smaller presence this year.
2: Well, that's something that, that has gotten me, you know, with Gen Con. Because I've only I've only been going to Gen Con, or I've only gone to Gen Con here the last... Last few years uh, and everything, and and I'd always wanted to go to Gen Con, but I'd, I'd always been enamored with what Gen Con was, and in, in my opinion, what Gen Con is, is nowhere near what it was.
0: That's true, one hundred percent.
2: Yeah, and and here recently, I've had a, a larger desire to attend uh, Gary Con.
0: Yes, back up. Let's in Link, go one hundred percent.
2: But it sounds like it sounds like what you are describing that that this the Gen Con this year, because of many different factors, uh, probably felt a little closer to the Gen Con of old because the the, the the big the big names weren't there, they weren't taking over the place, it was smaller, you had smaller, you know, uh, vendors and such. Um I I kinda, well, I kinda wish I could have gone to this one
4: and on the on the play side because I ran a couple games uh while I was there to get approved to run games they were only allowing uh, vendors or companies that had proven they were able to run large events and run them well
2: yeah
4: so they were automatically excluding anybody who wasn't uh, a usual attendee or somebody who'd usually done large groups of games organized so there weren't a lot of pickup games or small games or one-offs or two-offs because they weren't allowed to do it
2: yeah well, to be fair, I can I can understand that because when when you get to the size and reputation that Gen Con is, um, if you just open it up to anybody, you're gonna get a lot of people who are like, Oh, I'd love to run this, I'll I'll submit. Oh, I'd love to run this, I'll submit. But then, you know, like fifty percent of them won't go off because you'll have game masters that won't show up or people that are at the end right. or at the last minute, they're like, Ah, I don't really feel like doing it now or oh, hey, this cool demo just opened up. I'm going to go do that. So you need people who are reliable and proven uh, that they can actually uh, deliver on what they promised. So,
4: Well, and then the the group the group that I ran the games with, they had 20 GMs signed up, and the week before the con, four of them canceled. Yeah. So they tried to fill those slots and were somewhat successful but still had to cancel, like, six games and refund tickets.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah there was... Uh, You know, there was a lot of cancellations that went on. I mean, uh, Jamie and I lost, you know, we, I ended up with what, three events total left Uh, that I I could attend. Yeah. Um, So I ended up, um, you know, not, not that I'm, you know, you know, upset or anything. I'm a little upset, but uh, (laughs) I would, I would have loved to have been able to Dimbo combat or uh, combat zone from, uh, from Arsal or Artalsorian games well technically monster fight clubs doing it but uh the cyberpunk uh, miniatures uh demo I wanted to do that really badly since I kickstarted it um, but uh you know I lost I lost several events DCC you know just uh, I ended up having uh go crazy with Cthulhu um, SFR dragon dice and SFR Dragon Dice. I had two Dragon Dice events and go crazy with Cthulhu.
2: Yeah, I, I was gonna, I, I was want to ask you about the 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 Dragon Dice tournaments uh, that you were in because uh, we we haven't really gotten a chance to talk about that yet. How how were they? Did they were they fun? Uh, you know,
0: anybody listening to this podcast, you should go out support SFR and buy Dragon Dice. Buy all the Dragon Dice. No, don't buy all the Dragon Dice because I need some Dragon Dice. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. but, <laughs> but but, but dry, buy Dragon Dice. Dragon Dice is a fun game. Um the the tournament was um so uh, technically I did two, but you can really only say I did one because you know, as Jeremiah and Jamie both know, I joined the second tournament just to since it was a skill a sealed kicker's tournament. I, you know, basically you're paying a larger amount of money for the ticket. So $18 to $18 actually got you two sealed kickers plus some terrain, minor terrain and uh major terrain and some, uh, some dragons. So I did the second tournament just to get the, the dragon dice. Um, and I let them know ahead of time when I went up there that, Hey, I'm sorry, guys, I'm just going to grab the draft and go. And he's like, that's cool. Um, he's like, you paid for it. So it's cool. Uh, but the the first tournament was it was interesting um the the basically they did three rounds uh, the way the tournament worked they did three rounds and the way they determined um the winner was point value so if you were if you won your game outright you got three points if it was a, uh, a, a if you hadn't won but you controlled like and in, in this i'm getting into the weeds of dragon dice if you can if scott and jeremiah will understand this if you control one eighth face and the other the opponent doesn't then you'll get two points but you haven't won outright you'll get two points the other person will get one and if it's a if it's a split tie so you both control an eighth face or neither of you control an eighth face and uh, uh, by the time time was called also another important point scott there was a time limit for the game it was a 50 minute time limit Per game, uh, so if neither of you had were in a, a position, you were both essentially tied. You both got one point five points, and then the point total was summed at the end uh, to determine the actual winner of the tournament.
2: Cool. Um, so, which tournament was it—the first one or the second one—where you killed your opponent in a, like, like literally? Uh, Caused them to have a heart attack and drop into the floor to, to have, a, oh,
0: that was, that, that was, and stood over them in victory. I stood
2: over them in victory. Yes.
0: Uh-huh. Yes. That was, that was uh, no, we're joking. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, that, that was uh round one. Uh, I guess the, the, the problem, not necessarily the problem, but if you're in a position, especially by round two or, or game two, if you're, if you're pretty much out of it, people start bowing out, and that's what happened. They, wow. uh, a couple of people bowed out, and because of that, I got to buy for the second round.
2: Well, so yeah, so I'm going to preface this. The, the reason that I say this is funny. Uh, so Houston during during the tournament, he he sent a text out to our group text uh, that he he won his first round and he won the second round because the his opponent dropped. Now he didn't yes. actually say dropped out. He just said dropped. So, so I texted back because I had this image in my head of him playing, and all of a sudden his opponent just clutching his chest in agony, falling out of his chair onto the ground, completely prostrate and, 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 and dying as, as Houston just looks around in confusion and then just raises his arms in victory. <laughs> well, that's, that's a win, right? <laughs> not calling for help, not anything, just woohoo. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really sick. I'm a sick puppy, but,
0: uh, <laughs> but it, it was, it was fun. I, I am a brig a, a big proponent of dragon dice. I, I like the company. I like the guys, um, they're, uh, just, you know, I, I like, I like the game. It's, it's a fun game. Um, I wish I had back in the nineties. I wish I had picked this up instead of magic. Um, Oh Yes. Uh, it's, it's a much cheaper game to get into and it's a much cheaper game. Even if you want to go hog wild with this game, um, which you don't need to, but even if you decide to go all crazy in on this game, it's much, much cheaper than what you would do in like going into magic. Uh, even now.
2: Yes. Um,
0: you know, because like I, as as Scott and Jeremiah saw, I, well, since Jeremiah took the picture, um, <laughs> I bought I bought mini kickers from the SFR booth, um, uh, you know, mini kickers, and it ended up being all those kickers I had plus I bought terrain and everything else uh, from that picture, that image that Jeremiah sent you. That was 140 bucks, um, so I did I did spend a little bit of money on that, um, but. That's a drop in the hat on what what magic would typically cost. Yeah, uh, you know. So it's it's it, uh, can't recommend the game enough. Fun game. Um, not to not to stay on that that topic too long, but I mean, what one thing that was interesting um, with. Uh, you know the the smaller turnout and vendors and uh, vendors is there wasn't a, and the reason I bring this up is because the, the segue here is there wasn't a whole lot there for me to buy or that I even wanted to buy. Um, where you know typically if you know the big names are there and you're looking for something specific like even your shopping list that you gave Jeremiah Scott, I think you would. So the the, the total shopping list you gave Jeremiah was. A little extensive, but Jeremiah could only fulfill a a small, excuse me a small portion of that,
2: yeah,
4: um
0: because of attendance, yeah,
2: and uh, I was a little surprised that Modiphius wasn't there,
4: no, they weren't there, but some people so I also found out that if if a vendor doesn't show up that's the primary provider of a of a of a material yeah. like like Modiphius and their books, that it frees up other vendors to bring their their product.
2: Yeah, because like uh, somebody who, uh, a, a smaller vendor who is like a, 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 a local game store or something, not a publisher, um, but they're just a vendor, they wouldn't bring like their Fantasy Flight stuff or they wouldn't bring their Modifius stuff because people are going to get those products from the publisher.
4: Correct. Correct. The big one that everybody kept mentioning I was asking about was Paizo. Since Paizo didn't show up, you saw a lot more of their stuff scattered among some of the smaller vendors, but obviously not as big of an inventory as Piza would have brought. Yeah,
0: well, yep. Yeah. And, and there was one vendor. Uh, I think Jamie can comment on this. That like shared a warehouse with another with one of the. Who was that? Who was that? It vendor was uh,
1: with Rio Grande. And
0: what? What? What I, was I, it? I,
1: I don't remember what the name of the, the booth is. The, the guy was super nice, and I don't remember what the name of the booth was. But, you know, one of our friends has, had a list, and one of the products was on the Rio Grande list. Well, they had on their sign that they had Rio Grande products, and I found everything for that particular product line except the one thing he was looking for. And the yeah. guy was telling me, he's like, basically, you know, they share a warehouse with Rio Grande up in Wisconsin. And he said, they do, in fact, have this game. They have one case of it in their warehouse. They did not bring it with them. And that Rio Grande does not have stock. They don't know if or when they are getting more stock in. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that, you know, they're sharing warehouses and are kind of, you know, in each other's business, basically. Yeah.
3: So so what was the best thing that you bought or your favorite thing that you bought um, at Gen Con?
2: dragon
0: dice all the dragon dice
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: so so I, i'm i'm getting a feeling it's just a little sense here in the back of my mind yeah. you you might like dragon dice i'm just i'm just 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 saying
0: yeah uh, i i did not i did not deviate a lot because like i said there wasn't a lot there that um you know, I I did demo a couple games, uh, except the you know Jamie and I couldn't demo the game we really wanted to jump into, um, could because stupid line and stupid everything else. But um, <laughs> I, I literally I literally bought um, the Rocketeer. Technically, I bought it twice because Scott sent me back to the same booth. Um, <laughs> I did. My, we'll cre- my credit card company emailed me and said we think this vendor charged you twice. <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause it was the same charge for the same amount. <laughs> so nice. uh, I mean I bought the Rocketeer, I bought Dragon Ice, obviously, I bought um I bought um from Catalyst uh I bought uh, the Battletech starter set or, or armor combat set, which is basically their beginner box set, and then I bought uh something from Monty Cook Games, I bought the uh uh the the, the TOLUS uh city city thing that uh, he wrote. Yeah, um, and that was that was pretty much most of my purchases so, for Genk.
2: Speaking of, so I'm going to touch on the Monty Cook thing and the Rocketeer thing real quick on the same, the, but the same vein. Number one, the Rocketeer game. I haven't played the game yet, but that box is a beautiful box. Yeah, the oh, art yeah. on that box is gorgeous, and at the oh, same yeah. by the same token, the Monty Cook Tolus City RPG yes. thing is a Gorgeous, gorgeous book. It's huge, it's thick, it's wonderful. You could beat somebody to death with this book. It has so much mass. And I don't know how Monty Cook, you know, creates this wonderful art-bound book from a 1950s typewriter. Uh... I don't know how he gets all that art out of a 1950s typewriter, or bound, but he does. He just he just sits in his in his it, attic studio, true. and he just bangs away on this typewriter. And when he's done, he pulls the carriage over, and he pulls out this fully bound 675-page book. I don't know how he does it.
0: And he did it in 24
2: minutes. And he did it in 24 minutes. <laughs> you know, he's yeah, like, but... hun, how long till dinner? Oh, about a half an hour. Sweet, I'm going to go make a campaign world. All right, Monty. You, you do that
0: yeah I mean so so to answer your question Jamie there was there wasn't a whole lot I was looking for to buy to be honest I don't know about the other people but uh, <laughs> which they can chime in but there wasn't really a whole lot there for me to get
1: well and that was that was a conversation that Jamie and I were having through a text chain I told her so you know Gen con for me is a very different experience when I don't have anything I'm directly going in there to get, especially Mm -hmm. knowing the larger vendors aren't there that have products that I probably would be purchasing. Um, I did have a very short list of things that I was looking for, none of which I found except for one. But that one is so similar to a game that I already have, I decided not to make the investment because I do enjoy this game so much. And, you know, the reviews on it are like, well, if you love this, this is the same thing, just with just a couple of things different. But if you love this, you don't need to invest in this. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do it.
0: Which game was
2: that? Um,
1: that was Deranged.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, rated close to Betrayal on the House of the Hill. You know how much we love that game. Just with Deranged, you have the option for more traders. That's oh, it. Yeah. That's be really easy. the only difference. So Houston would not be the only trader.
0: somehow some way the game would uh, figure out like oh this round houston's the only traitor Um, or houston's the traitor twice he betrays
1: himself scott we really need to do a live play of betrayal at some point just so everybody understands this happens without us even trying
2: yes yes (laughs) yes, we do yes we do
0: it's, it's in it's in the game mechanics Houston we will. becomes become traitor. It doesn't matter what the scenario <laughs> is. Houston has to be the traitor.
2: Well, that's that's on one of our go-to house rules, isn't it? You know, if you're playing betrayal <laughs> with Houston,
0: I think we make a house rule that says when it says Houston's a traitor, that opposite happens. <laughs> that's the house rule.
2: Um. So yeah, we'll definitely uh, uh, betrayal is definitely on the list of 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 things to <laughs> to cover. Um. But. Uh, Jamie B, going going with what you were you were talking about of things you went in. There's one thing I want to I want to ask about because <clears throat> we haven't had a chance to discuss it yet, uh, and that is you demoed. Uh, I think it's a single player game, but uh, the the because we both like the USS Laffy, and yes, um, uh, uh, th- there was a game you demoed there that we were both looking at because uh, we were looking in the vein of single player Roland Wright's, it, was it.
1: I keep wanting to say um, Falling
2: Skies, but that's not
1: it. It's um under Falling Skies from Check Games. Under Falling Skies, so
2: that is a single player game,
1: right? It is a single player game. Um, it actually from from talking to the guy doing the demo, it basically it also has a campaign mode. So you know, with USS Laffy, we're just doing the same thing over and over. Whereas this, you have multiple different boards and multiple different scenarios. You're still doing the same thing, but there are different things that can happen each time you play the game. Yeah. Um, to me, it's still, okay, you know, Laffy is a stressful thing for me. <laughs> this game did not feel as stressful for me as Laffy does.
2: Okay. And that's something, keep a pin in that because you and I are going to do an episode on the U.S. As yes. Laffy At some point And I would have discuss yes. the whole stressful thing. But, yes. um, so in, in under falling skies, like what's, what's, what's the point? What are you doing?
1: Um, you're basically keeping aliens from destroying your city. It could be um, Area 51, it could be Washington, D.C., but there's a small board that you're playing on, and at the top of it, it's very Space Invaders. You know, depending on where you roll and put your dice at the bottom of the board determines what happens with how much energy you gain, how far the, the ships start moving down you know, the mothership is going to move every turn coming down, the, coming down the sky, basically, into your city. So your dice rolls and where you place them at the bottom of the board determines what you can and can't do, how much energy you generate. You know, do you move the ships back up to the mothership? Do they keep coming down? I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. But like I said to me, Laffy, there's more going on than what's going on in this game, even though that sounds like there's a lot going on.
2: Interesting. That's not a new game, though, right? That's that's currently available. um
1: newer. I want to say it came out last year. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't new for this con.
2: Okay, okay, yeah, I, I'm. I think I might 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 grab that at some point because it was intriguing me. Um. So,
1: but I mean, did did you like it enough to get it? I did not purchase it there. I have not made my decision on it yet. I just decided not to get it there all right you you wanted to stew on it for a bit, yeah, yeah. I kinda I put a pin in a lot of purchases, one <laughs> of those was because um so for instance, I was looking at unfathomable from f f g
2: yeah
1: f f g wasn't there. nobody's running demos of it well, and it's it's a hefty price on that game that I don't want to pay up front, not knowing what I'm getting in return. Yeah. I would like to be able to sit down with that game, play it, see if it is something that's worth the investment for, for us, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of that opportunity wasn't there.
2: Um, I was going to say something. I forget what it was now. Oh, uh, you're speaking the you know, the fact that a lot of the, the, the bigger, Bigger publishers weren't there, and the fact that Fantasy Flight wasn't there, which which is huge for Gen Con, well, the recent Gen Con, um, but I'm pretty sure the uh, the Fire Marshal was quite happy that Fantasy Flight wasn't there.
1: That's probably true. So. Well, no, that's not true because they were all outside in the hallway trying to get their Gen Con gear. Oh,
2: that's where the line gosh. was this year. So what you're saying is there's going to be a crowd somewhere. It's either at Fantasy. Fantasy Flight actually helps to offset some of that crowd.
4: Yes. yes.
2: Ah, that's, that's not a, yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. But interesting. Cool.
4: Well, I, I much like Houston didn't have too much of a list. Well, I had a list for other people, but not really for me. And of course, I got Dragon Dice. So yay Houston, yay Scott.
3: Yay! Hooray.
4: But then, uh, the, then the cool thing was I found out that the the Room Quest uh, starter box set was going to be available a month before retail. So I managed to get a copy of that, which is fantastic.
3: That sold out fast, too. I was following the post on, it did. on the fans of Gen Con and Chaosium. And,
4: and and then the other item I bought was I needed a uh, book for the game I was going to run, so I had to go find a copy of it and buy it so I could have it for the game. So <laughs> I have an extra copy now.
2: Interesting.
4: But so, Of those, the the, the RoomQuest starter box set was something that was unexpected, but it was a really cool thing to buy. Yeah.
2: So that that's something that, uh, I'm curious about as well. Uh, this is, so you and I have been playing, uh, role-playing games with each other for many, many years. In fact, you're the one that got me into it, um, way back in, in high school because, you know, you introduced me to spheres of influence, but that's a, that's a whole different story. correct? And, uh, um, uh, you know, and, and of course, you know, you know, uh, Houston, Jamie B, Jamie, and you know, I, we've all been playing games together for years and stuff, but this is the first time that you have ran RPGs at a convention, correct?
4: That's correct. Yeah. I finally bit the bullet and actually decided to try it and got over my nervousness.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I know you were nervous. I wasn't going to bring that up, but you did. You were nervous going into this. Um, so I'm curious now that you've done it, you know, uh, what was your takeaway? How was the experience?
4: I, I really enjoyed it, uh. but but there was something that conflicted this time around. I got to actually hang out the, the Chaosium booth and actually peddle their wares a little bit, and I found I enjoyed that more than running the games, oddly enough.
2: Well, you and I have discussed this, and working a convention is a whole different experience from attending a convention.
4: It was, it was really fun. I mean, I, I love playing the game, and I, had two, I, play, I ran two games, one of RuneQuest, one of Call of Cthulhu, and both times I had completely new players to both games. Oh, So see. I got to teach them to, how to play the game while running the scenarios, and that was fun.
2: So none of your players were experienced players for that game?
4: Correct. And the really cool thing about both of them was after we got done playing, that about half of each group ran back to the, the Chaosium booth and bought the, the main books for the respective game they played because they were they were hooked.
2: See... There you go. That is a wonderful litmus test for you know how well your event was received is did you sell the product
0: yeah and i and I don't and and I'll jump in here just for a quick second. I don't think publishers realize how important that is, right. But how how much a sale can be driven off of not just how well a, a demo or a game or a demo is ran, but the fact that you have it. Because people are looking to try things. Um and and just you know, just because they've been in a convention doesn't mean that they know anything about RuneQuest or uh call of Cthulhu or anything like that. But they may want to try it and see what it's like. Um, having a good experience obviously helps you know helps yes. you sell things but um i I don't think that vendor well businesses uh r p g businesses and and board game companies realize how how important that kind of really
4: is. That I think nice. some do more than others because you know there's some companies that really put an emphasis on trying to put demos and plays out there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you know what it is? It's the smaller companies because they're the ones that uh, that aren't get it, You don't have a word of mouth buzz or drive.
1: So generally, generally. I'll I'll jump in on that segue. Um, two two of the games I played. One was a demo. One was a game for you know people that have some experience. Um, so the first game I signed up for it because it's one that we play quite a bit on the regular and i was fairly certain that there was something we were doing wrong because things weren't playing the way they should turns out i was right however in that game um it's a five-player game only three tickets um ended up showing up mine was one of them Mm -hmm. um also the gentleman running it The guy that was supposed to run the board game side of of their con um, came down with COVID three days earlier. So this little guy was running both the war games and the board games on his own. Um, Just so happened I was sharing a table with another game. There were experienced players with that game. I was an experienced player with this game. And the couple that was with me, this was their first time playing it. So I got to teach them how to play the game, helping him out because he didn't have to GM the table because there was people on one side and I was taking care of the other side. Um, they ended up going and buying the game when they were done. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but on the flip of that, one of my demos on Friday um, was a game that looked really interesting. Um, we had five people at the table. They had three ta- three different tables of five to six players each. There was only two people for all three tables um, this is a component-heavy game. It was not organized well. Um, basically, we were handed a book and said the book will tell you everything you need to do, and the little guy never came back.
3: That's that's horrible. That's and, yeah, it's
1: bad service. And, yeah. and,
0: and and to tie back into what we what we were just talking about, how what was your impression of that game?
1: Um, I I wanted to like it. I really did, but the experience of you know, we started with five players, 30 minutes in the couple sitting across from me decided they were more hungry than interested. So they left. Wow! So it was me and two other guys. There was one little guy running between all three tables trying to answer everybody's questions, but we got more stuck than we did progress <laughs> in the game. So after an hour of playing together, we're like, okay, this isn't working. We're done. You know, so though, you know, that could have been a sale for a fairly, you know, prominent company that did show up this year. But you know, I didn't have a great experience. I, I can't speak for the other two gentlemen, but they weren't crazy about it either. Yeah, they
0: didn't we were look done like playing. They were, Yeah, when I show when I showed up to uh and I hung out for a few minutes, they didn't look like they were having a very yeah. good time. body language told me they didn't they didn't look like they were having a very a very good time. Yeah.
1: You know it's a it's a component heavy I mean I'll just say it minis game. That, you know, I could have probably sunk $300 in at that show. But, you know, not a great experience. I'm not going to invest in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's it's really unfortunate when circumstances, you know, are mm-hmm. kind of stacked against you. Uh, and, yep. and, and in all honesty, the the little guy who was, who was probably trying his damnedest... Uh, to keep everything on track and make sure everybody did have a good experience. It was just out of his hands. You stretched too thin. He was stretched yeah. too thin. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When I, when I pulled out the box, I started pulling anything up. He goes, you know, does anybody at the table have any experience with this? I said, I do. He goes, do you care to set it up and at least show them how to get started? I was like, yeah, no problem. By the time he came back, we were on the third deck already. And he like, Oh, you guys are already going. I was like, yeah, you've been gone for like 30 minutes. We got this. <laughs>
2: Well, I have to say it is much better than the one guy who was running the uh uh the the five year mission uh game at Gen Con two years ago. Uh yep. who 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 kinda fussed at and chastised Jamie E for jumping in and you know offering some suggestions to players by with with the caveat of oh don't let them play let them play and then who not ten minutes later did the exact same thing. Yep. I'm <laughs> like you are. Well, an I mean, and that
3: was a game we had played. I mean, we yeah. had you know I had the experience for the game. I knew how to play it, and there was people at the table who who didn't know what to do, and I was. You know, it wasn't like I told them what to do. It was, this is how you do it, or you can yeah. do this, or you can do that. I mean, but he didn't like me no. edu- on his yeah. job.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it was. He didn't like you doing his job because he wasn't doing it. Bastard. Yeah.
3: Well, he was taking care of three tables, uh, you know, so I mean, uh, he couldn't be everywhere all at once.
2: No, no, no. We're not making excuses for him. No, no, no. <laughs> you know he he disparaged on you know a, a a member of House Rules. Granted, she wouldn't be a member of House Rules for another three years, but that's beside the point.
4: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, well, the one other item I wanted to mention was the uh, the food situation. Mm.
3: Tell Uh-oh. us about the food situation. What was it?
4: So with the reduced crowds, there wasn't anywhere near the normal lines or waits as in the restaurants. Now, we did see some long waits. We did see some lines, but nothing like the years before. We got to try island noodles. We, we did, did.
1: Finally.
3: What? Yes. What?
4: Yes. We walked right up and bought our food.
3: No, no, that's always had the longest lines ever. Was it worth it? It was okay. It, oh. it, it was okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was okay. I mean, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was okay. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it had a fifty-person line the next day at lunch, so did, people yes. still enjoy it.
4: <laughs> well, Houston Jamie was. It was if it was open, I could walk up to it and get it. I would get it, but if there was a line, I'm not waiting.
2: Got it. Yep. See now, that's when you need to tell these people. I want to thank you, and when they say for what, you can say for showing me that this is not worth the
1: wait. When
2: we have a normal <laughs> <little> size crowd,
1: <laughs> but the businesses we did attend, we did thank them in tips. Sweet, because it's been a rough year. It has yes. been a rough See, year, very true.
4: We kept seeing signs up where they were short. They were short-staffed. Yes, and <laughs> forgive us for the long waits. We're short-staffed. Et
3: I think it's a tough thing for everyone everywhere.
4: Well, yeah, it is.
0: Right. But 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 also the, those people who are you know short-staffed and long waits are now having to deal with thirty-five thousand plus people. Yeah. In, in and around the downtown convention center and all their businesses. Yeah,
2: right. Well, I I think it's about par for the course because um, I know one of the local conventions here was at about 50% attendance for their Saturday numbers than their normal years. Um, And a couple other local conventions uh, are at about 50% attendance uh, than normal years. So it sounds like Gen Con was on par for that 50% attendance. Not ticket sales, but attendance. Uh, yes. uh coming off of the 2020 lockdown and everything so
4: yeah
3: yeah well, and there, there was one
4: other item i noticed a, a, a distinct absence of was the motorized scooters Mm-hmm. Like, i don't think what? i saw any really cuz we saw, saw a bunch
0: seven. yeah yeah I I saw the several of them tried of, to run us over
4: i, I saw, the, I saw the, the little one leg put your leg up on the scooter and pedal things oh the new walkers yeah, I saw a bunch of those, and there was one individual in a wheelchair. But I didn't see any motorized scooters at all.
0: You're talking about around the convention, right? Not not actually at the convention, but well,
4: not the convention. I still didn't see any.
0: Yeah,
1: mm, yeah, I saw several. Oh yeah,
4: yeah. Well, the
0: the night we left you um, at the mixer, there yep. there were like four or five uh, trying to run us over. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. coughs>
1: on our 30-minute walk back to the hotel no no, no, no. Those, those were big the giant. scooters that, that's not the hover rounds <laughs>
0: yeah, oh oh you're, oh you're talking about the hover rounds oh okay. yeah okay. Jeremiah's talking about the power chairs
4: <laughs> oh okay okay my bad my bad but then there was still a, an inordinate number of big giant backpacks too Gosh,
3: yes. to oh. have your stuff with you. How will you survive if you don't have everything you need yes, every with they, upon your person? Every
4: time they turn around, they take out three people.
0: <gasps> yes. Uh, actually, they, two of them
1: two of them formed a wall. when
0: Jamie and Jeremiah <laughs> yes. were walking away, and I couldn't get through.
2: You know, like, oh,
1: here's here's what I've learned in the past, and this is because I tore my ACL like five years ago. I can even throw out my chest, or I can move my leg. Somebody's going to take something out on me. You're taking out a chesticle. You're not getting to my leg. I got bumped. <laughs> I know a good five times, which is a lot less than normal, but it's still elbow in the chesticle. Not a great feeling, but still better than losing money. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, I'm just having, I'm just, just having a hard time with the fact that you just used the word chesticle twice. <laughs>
1: Well, I can't I don't wanna say what I would normally say. <laughs> I would still say it on the floor, but <laughs> we're probably mixed audience and I don't want to scare them off.
4: Touche. Well, and the and the other item I was gonna bring up was this is the first year that we had the opportunity to join the, the VIG. mm mm-hmm. very yes. important yes. papers. And there was some there were some cool aspects of that, but I wish I had been, had it in previous years to compare. Yes. That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I told mean, told him it's like I'm pretty sure I will probably still invest next year just to see how it is in a normal
4: year. But the things that I enjoyed was the the mask-free break area. Yes. Available. And then also that you could check your bags with the VIG. If you had games, backpacks, whatever, you could drop it off and then just come back and get it later. Yeah. Without having to go to the hotel or take it back to a car. It was really nice. Oh, and the free drinks. Free drinks were great.
0: Yes. Yes, the free bottles of water I took advantage of quite a bit.
4: Yes, I don't know if and the swag bag was cool. I don't know how it compares previous
1: years, but yeah.
3: <laughs> so um, segueing again, not well, but moving to something different. So um, I one of the, my favorite stories that you tell me, my husband is you were getting coffee one morning and you noticed something on someone's outfit. Tell us about this. Oh,
4: yes. So I went to get coffee, and I was sitting there minding my own business, and a um, person in uniform walked up next to me, stood there waiting for their coffee. And I turned around and looked, and it's somebody from Stargate team. Ah. So, so, of course, I started asking questions. And the lady, she, she turns around, and she was one of the co-owners. Is it, is it Wyvern Games? W- Wyvern. The people I, I, did the pro- Kickstarter. Yeah, the, I
2: pronounce it Wyvern, uh, but yeah, Wyvern, okay. Wyvern, yeah.
4: For the Stargate uh, role-playing game?
2: Yeah, did she have so, my book, by the way? Because I'm waiting on my book.
4: Yes, yes, and their books were available to purchase. You could buy yes. the uh, special edition, <laughs> buy the regular. I didn't, yep. but you could. Did you yep. ask them about my book? I'm a backer. I want my book. I almost Man. bought a book just to bring it to your house and show you my new book. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Bastard. I told Jeremiah just to take a picture and send it to you saying, I bought this. Well, yeah. well, I mean, I, I knew a... they were going to have product at Gen Con and, and this is something that, that gets me. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I, I don't mean to detour away from it. We'll comes get back here in just a second. Here comes yep. the Scott. It's, it's not a rant. It's not a full rant because I mean, you know, looking at it from a standpoint of a publisher, if they've got product in house, uh, it's published and Gen Con is coming up. You'd be stupid not to take that product to Gen Con. I understand the business aspect of it. I get that. But at the same time, the fact that I backed the Kickstarter and I and, and, and like there's been like no shipment notification, you know, just frustrates the shit out of me. I, I can't fully be mad at them because I understand the business aspect of it, but I'm still
4: frustrated. So. so what yeah. I'm hearing is I should have bought the book and brought it to your house.
2: Yes,
0: you should have. Take a picture of the, this, the, the display book they were using. It said Scott's Kickstarter book. <laughs> that was a
2: great <laughs> tag that way. If you could have borrowed a post-it from somebody and put that on the nope. book.
4: <laughs> No, but what I need to mention, though, is they had a near-life-size Stargate at their booth. Yes. That's yeah, true.
3: Yes, what that was a beautiful you picture.
4: What she morning? Oh, she, so I was asking her questions about the game and about the – she had she had two uh, uh, cases with her, and I asked her, I said, the cases were pretty cool. What, she, what did she have in there? She goes, oh, these are the minis for the game. She goes, but if you like these, I said, you just need to see what's going to be in the booth later. And I was like, well – I said, what's going to be at the <gasps> – you have a Stargate, don't you? And she said, I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, they did have a Stargate.
2: They did. It, it was a little small,
4: but once again, small. It, it was beautiful. It had, to fit in their, it had to fit in their footprint for the booth. So. Yeah, yeah,
2: it was beautiful. Uh, I'm very envious that I was not there to take a picture in front of the Stargate. So, Jeremy, I got pictures in front of the Stargate. He did, and he is now on my list.
3: <laughs> did you see the picture of the dice?
2: I, I did, and I haven't course, that's that's still not quite the same as seeing the dice in person. I looked at the dice, of course, on the Kickstarter. I don't know about how it was in the booth, but in the Kickstarter, the dice were $45 and I could not bring myself to pay $45 for a single set of plastic dice. No matter how cool they were.
3: I don't think those were plastic. I don't think they are either. I mean metal. Yeah, I believe so. Based on what we I weren't... saw
2: in the Kickstarter, I was under the impression they were plastic.
3: You we weren't allowed
1: to play with them, though. I asked.
3: <laughs> you can I touch
1: them? <laughs> I was told no. <laughs> I just wanted the D four. The D four was cool.
4: <laughs> but that was just one of the examples of one of the cool booths they had set up, and oh, and the artist row or the artist islands, as they came to be, mm. so much room around them.
0: Yes, there was.
4: I'm also not known allowed was back Jamie, Jamie bane don't,
0: don't,
1: don't let me back there. I'll spend money.
0: Spend, yeah. Even even though you
1: uh, didn't have money to, at that I'll, moment, to spend, I'll spend my husband's money. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> three prints so, and three pins later. <laughs> uh, uh, so, I, so I brought for those of loan you credit card.
0: You have to use yours. Uh, okay.
4: So for those of you that don't know the story, uh, Jamie B left her credit card at home and had to use uh, Houston's credit card instead.
1: Oh darn. <laughs> Not only did Jamie leave her credit card at home, she took her work corporate card with her instead. I was like, I can't buy games with this,
2: <laughs> and it's gonna be difficult expense. If you needed any further proof that women are more intelligent than men, uh, I, I I don't know what to tell you because this is, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, because she spent one hundred and twenty dollars at one booth, so. <laughs>
4: Hey, Says the man who bought
1: 140 of Dragon Dice. Dice. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, She spent. Oh, sorry. Let me let me rephrase. She spent 120 dollars on my credit card at
2: one booth. <laughs> so what you're telling so technically me is, I spent 120. Yeah, she didn't spend
1: anything at one booth.
0: <laughs> she she saw three art prints. She had to have.
1: No, it was buy two get one free. <laughs> <laughs> I already had two picked out. Clearly, I had to get the third.
3: I I saw the picture. She picked well, and they it will go with the art you already have in your house. Mm-hmm. So
4: yes, it will.
1: She and did I got a magic cat pin, so I'm happy. That's true. And an octopus with a bunch of swords.
4: Jeremiah, did you ever find that art you were looking for? I did not actually. I went
1: back I,
3: twice
4: and tried to look.
1: I yeah. couldn't find it either.
4: Yeah,
0: I couldn't either. We wandered.
3: So after seeing a lot of swag pictures on fans of Gen Con online, I will say that I'm disappointed that i not that I was not gifted a stuffed dragon.
1: Those stuffed dragons are expensive. You know, they wanted forty five dollars for that little b thing. Really?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
3: expensive though. I mean stuff like that's crazy nowadays.
1: Oh <laughs> Yeah. Do you All do you right, know so how many kick
0: you know how many kicker sets of dragon dice you can buy
3: for that? That
1: could have got me that could have got me Stargate dice.
0: You could have got
2: Stargate dice.
3: Well Good. uh Yeah, I would rather have Stargate dice than a dragon. Stargate dice were cool. Yeah. Well I,
4: I can't
2: say anything because even though I did not attend Gen Con, I still got swag from Gen Con and stuff because I got, you know. Uh, several, you know, birthday gifts from friends that I actually do not deserve. And I, and I want to thank you all very much.
4: Uh, Oh, happy birthday, man.
2: So, um, but anyway, I digress. So anyway, yes. we, we are, uh, we, we're approaching the, the, the 51 minute mark here. Uh, We're gonna, we need to wrap this up if, if, uh, so just in conclusion, the overall experience of Gen Con 2021, uh, what's everybody think? I, I
0: have, I have general feedback just on Gen Con Con in general or conventions like this in general. So the having, having events canceled. Allowed me to uh, Cause me to do something I More than I typically do I demoed a lot of games Like I demoed Mosaic uh, Jamie, had, although the, she didn't speak about it She got the demo Echo um, uh, We tried to demo Frost Haven, stupid Frost Haven line um, We, you know I demoed I demoed some plant game I got roped in Demoing uh, some flourish. garden plant game Flourish, yeah, flourish. that's it, yes I got roped into that, but I, I demoed a lot of games on the floor. I typically with usually with the crowd size that you have and, um and, and just, you know, just trying to move around the time waste of trying to move around in those larger crowds. Um, I had a lot more time to demo things and try things out. Um, impromptu, I should say impromptu demo things. Um, so that was kind of nice. Um, the other, but in general, I think it, it would be useful to list for vendors to list things that they they would be demoing at their booths uh, I mean it's nice that you can walk by the booth and see that they're having demos, but it would i think it would behoove the the vendors to actually put out like hey, at our booth we'll we'll have demos for this or we'll be running demos for this. That way it it would lend itself to, hey, I want to go to, say, Steve Jackson's running Car Wars, which they were running Car Wars demos. Demos. Hey, I want to go try that out. Maybe I can swoop, swoop by sometime and see if I can demo that. Uh, I wish they did a little more of that. And that's just Gen Con in general. That's not necessarily relegated to 2021 Gen Con. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was lighter crowd um more uh, more relaxed more less stressful because there was less crowd there allowed uh and, and unfortunate that events got canceled by you know you know sometimes the night before but uh you know allowed, allowed me to go do other things
4: well and I was afforded the opportunity to help at the Chaosium booth, and their team was very gracious and very kind. And I appreciate the opportunity. And I had a really good time helping out.
3: He had the best gen con he's ever had in his whole entire life. This this exactly. is true. Uh, I lived... would,
2: based on the texts and the amount of radio silence uh, from 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 uh, Jeremiah, I would have to concur with that assessment.
3: Yes,
4: I had a really good time. They were they were a great team of guys.
3: Well, you know it. it... It was a great opportunity, and I I think it's the heart of why people like us go to things like Gen Con. It's to be able to talk with people who love what we love.
4: Yes, absolutely.
2: Okay, take it away, Jamie. Or not. It's up to you. <laughs> Jamie,
3: what are your closing thoughts on Gen Con?
1: It was a weird year. It was a very weird year. Um, I mean, I'm just going to say it. I'm slightly disappointed in some of the people and their attitudes toward the con as a whole and people that were working the floor. Um, This isn't off year. It's a weird year. People are going through some stuff. You know, have a little kindness. Be a little forgiving. Some things are going to take longer than others. You may not agree with things that are going on, but... You know, we're all here for one thing. I have one rule for Gen Con. Don't be an asshole. Straight up. We're all here for the same thing. We all love the same you know, we all love games. That's why we're here. You know. People have gone through a lot in the last year. Some things are not gonna be the way you're used to. It's okay. It's it's not the end of the world. Um outside of that, I mean it was it was okay. But like I said, you know, for me it was weird because um there wasn't anything in particular I was looking for, and the things I was looking for were not available because they're currently on print or they're currently sitting on a boat somewhere on the other side of the world, and they haven't quite made it back over here yet. You know, that's that's just the world we've been in in the last year and a half. So, you know, you get used to it. You deal with it. You leave it on your list so you don't forget because if I don't write things down, I forget them. Um, you know, the whole event canceling, you know, that that hit me Thursday you know, i had booked something Sunday, found a game. It's like, oh that sounds cool. Let's try that. Wednesday night it's cancelled. Hmm. We walked by the booth on Saturday, there's a big sign advertising the game saying, demos available. It's like, Huh, well that's interesting. Walked right up. Ten o'clock was the only spot was available. We walked right in, played the game. I walked right out and I bought two copies of it. It's the only demo that I actually purchased at the game. So um yeah, it was a it was a weird year. Um glad the attendance was low it was closer to to what my first year was you know i'm i'm the one that wanders the vendor floor all three days as opposed to sitting in the exhibit hall demoing games you know i'll wander the floor look for things i want to try and then go find them in the exhibit hall but probably 75 percent of my time i'm spent on the vendor floor you know looking at games talking to people things like that so that was definitely afforded that opportunity more so than normal this year with with the lower attendance
2: so uh before we hop out of here, I'm I'm just gonna put this out that uh um so what I'm hearing though, considering we like all this stuff and everything, of course, you know, Gen Con is way it is, but I'm I I I'm gonna throw this out. You know, Gary Con is March twenty-fourth to twenty-seventh, two thousand twenty two, and it's about an eight hour drive from us. I think we can do it.
4: It's very possible.
2: Where is it?
0: It's in Wisconsin.
2: Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. It looks to be it's, about it's, uh, 35, it's, 40 it's, minutes it's north It's in the Scotland. original home, baby. Yeah. So Gen Con, is <laughs> Gen, well, Gen Con is called Gen Con because it started in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Geneva, yep. Uh, that's why it's called Gen Con. Um, and, and I would so love to go to, to Gary Con. So. But March 24th to 27th,
1: we'll see okay. if we can
2: make it happen.
0: Yeah, Jamie and I have talked about that a couple times.
1: The so. problem is I'd have to stop by and see my boss because that's where she lives.
4: Ooh, I think gets complicated. <laughs> well,
2: it gets complicated for Jamie. I'll be at, at Garycon. <laughs> or we can all stop by her boss's house as a group. I'm fine. We with totally that.
1: can. There you go. I'm fine that with, with Yeah, I'm then fine. She with... would wonder why she hired me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna run it. She...
2: Cool or she
0: could just meet us at GaryCon.
2: All
1: viable options.
2: <laughs> so, all right. Well, if there's nothing else uh, for for GenCon 2021, is that it? Are we all good? Yes, sir. Anyway, uh, so that, that's going to wrap it up. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you'd like, please drop us a line at houserulinggames at gmail.com. You have been listening to House Rules, a proud member of the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TM, the number two, M. Podnet. And check out our other great podcasts. Until next time, remember, it's your house, it's your rules. <laughs>
0: game over, man! It's game over!